Well, hello out there in podcast land, and welcome to bizcastonline.com, an ongoing series of business informational podcasts created and produced by SCORE Naples. SCORE is a national organization with over 320 chapters around the country that provide free and ongoing business advice from highly experienced mentors committed to helping you succeed. We at SCORE Naples provide mentoring in every field and industry imaginable, whether you're a startup, a new business, or an ongoing business. With us today is Tim Philbrick. Tim is currently the sales and marketing specialist for the print shop and more in Naples, Florida. And Tim brings with him the unique quality of having worked in marketing and sales for three Fortune 500 companies, Xerox, Canon, and AccuStaff. He was a small business owner for 10 years and has served on various non-profit boards in Collier County. He is also a graduate of Leadership Collier, a two-time recipient of the Red Cross's Good Neighbor Award, a Gulf Shore Life 40 and under recipient, and has coached and officiated basketball for over 25 years. And in addition, Tim enjoys a very strong relationship with SCORE Naples and is a popular workshop presenter with SCORE Naples. Welcome to BizCast Online, Tim. Thank you, Michael. You're a marketing specialist. Yes, sir. That's the word we hear all the time. What is marketing? Generally is known as getting your word out to potential customers about your business. Um, but marketing is uh, actually is a twofold component, uh, one of which is getting your word out to, to new businesses and new uh, business opportunities. But the other one is actually being able to communicate to uh, existing customers some capabilities that they may not know that you have to uh, continue to service them and grow your company as well. Why is marketing important to your business? Well, marketing is important to our business um, because of natural attrition. I mean, you're, uh, it's the same old story of a shark. A shark never uh, can't sit still. It's either moving forward or backwards or dies. I mean, uh, business is the same way. You need to continue to grow your business to be able to make sure that uh, whatever natural attrition happens, whether it be your customers moving or your customers um, closing their business doors uh, by chance or whatnot, that you're continuing to replenish and grow your business um, through natural, you know, to avoid the natural attrition. Are there any certain elements of marketing that you're more passionate about than others? I'm very passionate about the growing variety of avenues available in marketing right now. The um, the traditional, if you just look back 25, 30 years ago, you really only had three channels available to you. You either used the yellow pages, you used the newspaper, or you used the television. Um, and then along the lines, they started doing direct mail a little bit later. Now, not only do you have the three tried and true available, but you also have social networking, web pages, landing pages. Um, there's a growing, growing trend of actually combining print and digital together. And that trend seems to be right now the fastest growing of them all, which is uh, instead of utilizing just one avenue, is taking multiple avenues, combining them together to be able to reach your customer, which is really a neat, unique opportunity. Interesting. How how does this marketing serve a higher purpose for you and your customers at the print shop and more? Well, we look at it as, um, you know, helping our 
our mission statement, for lack of a, a better word, is to give our customers every avenue to grow their business and be successful. So what that does for us is that not only, you know, obviously we started 35 years ago in the printing business, which is just one avenue of available marketing. Since then, we've now grown to be able to offer the digital side, the web-based side, video side, um, anything that our customers need to be able to promote themselves, we have available to us. And the reason we wanted to do that was to make it a easier for our customers to be able to grow their business as well as be able to give them some marketing strategies to help guide them which avenue to use or which avenues to combine together to use to be able to grow their business and as their business grows ours grows with them okay i think you've touched on an interesting point here the name of the company is the print shop and more it seems that the more is becoming more than just the print shop. The the more is really what uh, our industry of marketing specialists is is going to. Print is always going to be there. I mean, print is a tried and true, and uh, people like having things that they can put their fingers on. They like to have the business card. They like to have the brochure that they could take with them and read at their leisure. Um, they still like the newsletters. Uh, even though they've got them online, there's just something to be said about being able to sit back in your chair and open up a newsletter and read it. Um, so those aren't going away, but the creative uh, marketers right now are utilizing the combination of all the different avenues, and the and more is really where the business is growing. Um, people are now sending out postcards, and instead of asking for you to call in with an offer, they'll ask you to go to a landing page and register for their VIP club in which they can, then they can capture the demographics, they can capture their email addresses and everything, and be able to communicate on an ongoing basis with that customer off of one mailing, which is a neat little combination of, of old and new technologies. Um, the other thing that has really become interesting is that social networking now has really become a huge marketing arm. And uh, getting to know the ins and outs of that and how you can combine that with um, some of the tried and trues have also been neat. We've, uh, we've launched social marketing campaigns that have taken them to their website where they're signed up to receive a catalog. So instead of our customers printing tens of thousands of catalogs and sending them out to everybody in a certain area and hoping somebody calls, they're only sending their catalogs out to people that have already shown interest in their company. So the investment in the catalog and the investment in the printing actually has a higher return on investment because they went on the digital side and pre-qualified. So it's a neat little marriage between the two. It sounds like you actually don't just stand behind a counter and take a print order for business cards or letterhead stationery, but you actually get into the core of what a client's business is so that you can offer him a range of solutions that are far beyond just printing. Exactly. And, that's, uh, and that migration took some time because uh, when you've got 30 employees getting them to think beyond the, what they've done for the last 20 years um, really was, a, was an eye-opening experience. But uh, as a whole now, everybody in our company now is not just asking, uh, what do you need? But they are asking, what are you trying to accomplish? And usually within that, you can find things that, uh, that um, are unique to that company, and you can try to guide them down other avenues available to them that we have that uh, can help them grow their business as well. Would you think that this almost microscopic look at a potential client's business 
is also a reflection of marketing today where you have to determine how you can assist, reach, aid, and benefit a customer more than just, here we are, open the door, come in and buy our product or not. Absolutely. I mean, with the growing competition of e-commerce, um, if you really want to differentiate yourself as a service-oriented business, which we are uh, being a local business in uh, Lee and Collier County, uh, what's going to differentiate us from the online capabilities is going to be the fact that we are actually asking the story. That we're actually asking our customers what they're looking to accomplish. Otherwise, if we just order takers, we might as well just go to an online system. How do you determine what your ideal client would look like? Well, that's a new uh, and growing. Um, it's a new and growing avenue in marketing. It is something that they call creating a customer avatar. And if you ever saw the movie Avatar, it's the imaginary you in a in an imaginary world. But um, the avatar itself, you really kind of create the person all the way down to the very specifics of, of their age, how many, are they married, are they not married, do they have kids, do they have grandkids, male or female, um, did they grow up here, or have they moved here, are they relocated here. You get very specific on who it is, that if you imagine that ideal customer coming through your door, who that person is, then with all the research that is available that only used to be available to Fortune 500 or even Fortune 100 companies, I mean, multi-million dollars worth of market research is now available to small business to where once you have determined where that person sits in the demographic, then you can look at the different avenues available to be able to reach that exact person mm. and make sure that your return on investment in marketing is, a, is much higher than what it would be with just a general mass marketing campaign. I'd like to take your company as a case study example. Okay. Okay. You are in a business which by its title and by its genre is a printing business. Yes. Okay. How do you make your market, your potential customers aware of the fact that you are not just a print shop? Well, and that's, uh, that's been a challenge. Um, and uh, there has been talk of rebranding. However, the print shop itself, uh, having been here over 35 years, and we have done a very good job of branding ourselves, and our brand recognition is so uh, strong in the area that we're afraid that people might lose us <laughs> if we tried to rebrand. So the and more was added in uh, just uh, just a year ago. Um, it used to be just the print shop, now we're the print shop and more. And a lot of the rebranding has been involved with our electronic newsletter, a lot of our um, marketing, our social marketing, being involved with uh, organizations like SCORE and getting our word out and working with their counselors to let them know that, uh, you know, if you have a new business that's starting up and they need brochures and business cards and things of that nature, but, oh, by the way, do you need a website too? They can help you with that to give them a full package available for startup companies to where they can meet with one person set a marketing strategy together, let us take the strategy and implement it so that they can go back to running their business. Because most of the times when they're starting up, it's only about one to two employees and spending all their time on marketing um, doesn't allow them to do the business of their business. So um, it's, been, uh, it's been growing. It's showing great growth right now. We just in the last year have been uh, working quite heavily with a lot of organizations, we were just named the uh, web designer for the Marco Island Chamber of Commerce, which was a great honor. Um, and we think from that we will continue to grow the digital side of our business 
uh, from that point. But um, really getting the word out is just a matter of what we talked about. The second tier of marketing is marketing to your existing customers and letting them know about your new capabilities. And that's through training of our customer service representatives and their, and their track talk, our electronic newsletters, and me getting out there and talking to our customers, you know, getting a personal relationship with them so that they know it. Well, I think that leads into my next question is your, the print shop and more. Mm-hmm. How do you get the market, your potential customers, to come to believe in you, to trust you as the more part of it? Well, and that really wasn't that hard of a struggle because we have over 3,000 repeat customers that have already learned that we are trustworthy, that have already learned that we are competitive on price, that have already learned that we have an infrastructure in place that uh, allows for us to be able to adjust to customers' needs and demands at all the time. And when you're really dealing with things like your social media, like your website, um, like your landing pages, or even producing a, a YouTube video to represent your company, you really don't want to be with a fly-by-night person, uh, you know, because you're risking your reputation on this thing. So when you're already dealing with somebody who's got a 35-year reputation and strong contacts with you already, and you already know the reliability of them, being able to offer them a different service gives them a level of comfort that a lot of companies can't give. You use partnerships to achieve your marketing goals. Yes, we do. What is your strategy behind the search for and selection of an actual partner? Credibility is, is, the, biggest, uh, is the biggest option. I mean, uh, there are a lot of organizations that you can be a part of, but uh, you look at their credibility. I mean, scores credibility, uh, not just with their counselors, but also with their national and international recognition for what they do for small business is a no-brainer. Um, being involved with the Chambers of Commerce, as long as, as those Chambers of Commerce, the ones we have down here are very strong and very active and great advocates for business. So that was <laughs> that was no-brainer. And there's a lot of other organizations out there that uh, that we do partner with, that we work with. We, by ourselves, uh, fund and build a home for Habitat through a partnership with Habitat Humanity. Organization itself is well-established and well-known. So it's really the credibility is where the partnerships come in. you got to look at the strength of the people, the strength that they have locally, the strength that they have nationally. Also, having a good implementation of a partnership agreement. I mean, uh, making sure that uh, you know their objectives and they know your objectives up front. What are you trying to do when you are developing this relationship? And uh most of the time for us, it is we want to help you, um, help you in your business ventures to make you bigger, stronger, and better. In the meantime, we're trying to do the same thing, make ourselves bigger, stronger, and better. And if that partnership works well for both of us, then uh, that partnership continues over the years like it has with SCORE. We've touched on a lot of areas of marketing, especially with your company as an outstanding example of the development of marketing to foster your new uh, business advances. Mm -hmm. What would you suggest to a new business starting up as their priorities in getting the word out about their business and being able to build their business? Well, the number one priority is develop that customer avatar. Know who you are trying to reach. You want to make sure that you know where you want to go. And uh, from that point, it's, it's almost like taking a family vacation. I mean, you, you know where you want to go, and there's a lot of different roads to get you there, and you have to decide what road to take from that point forward. But know your destination, know your customer, uh, avatar first, who is it they're trying to reach. 
um, after that decide which avenue or avenues plural and we usually like the avenues because if you pin yourself to one marketing arm you're putting all your eggs in one basket for success or failure and we think that uh, across the board um, the more arms you use the better but some of them don't apply to your uh, customer demographic so you want to make sure and check that and then uh, once you um, decide which avenues that you're going to use stay loyal to them. Uh, I had a customer that uh, uh, we did some social media for. We did it for three weeks. He said, I haven't got a phone call. I don't want to do it no more. You know, so you got to give it a little time too, because uh, with Facebook, with Google, with a lot of these providers that are out there, they are so advocates for the people that they have subscribing to them that they really make it very hard for businesses to be able to reach easily. And the reason for that is, is that they want to make sure that you're established. They want to make sure you're verified. They want to make sure that you're doing the right thing, that you're not a fly-by-night, that you have credibility. When all these things keep going up and the more posts you do and the more strategically that you do to make sure that you do them right, guarantee that they establish yourself as a good guy, good business, good person. And uh, from that point forward, then you start seeing results. But you have to really give the avenues time. You, uh, the, the, if you're looking for the short term, there really isn't one out there in the digital world uh, as far as short-term success. So once you make a decision on the avenues, stick with them for some time and give them some time to see what's going to happen. One last question. How would you suggest that new businesses or small businesses that are in existence and trying to develop themselves evaluate their marketing program and determine whether it's worthwhile or whether it needs to be changed, expanded, or added to? I mean, there's a real simple, uh, very, very simple um, equation. I mean, if they know what their profitability of every project or their average profitability for the projects are, um, if they can look at the amount spent on marketing versus the amount brought in from their marketing efforts, and if they're looking at, in that effort, if they're not bringing in enough business to at least be paying for their marketing efforts, they're actually losing money. So that's a very simple evaluation. Once, if they're not getting the return on investment based upon the profitability of the product, they definitely got to change directions. Now, there are general norms that are available if you meet with a marketing specialist or if you meet with somebody from SCORE that they can give you general norms of all the different avenues available to them to where you would know what percentage is a good percentage of return um, on, uh, on a mailing, for example, so that when you're developing your budget, you'll know that you should probably get a X amount of response for 10,000 mailings. And from those 10,000 mailings, if you get X amount of response, you get X amount of customers. Those customers are going to average X amount of dollars. Does those, do those dollars actually pay and bring profit to the effort that you had in place? So it's a somewhat of a scientific method in an unscientific <laughs> uh, uh, adventure, but um, really it's, it's looking at, it, are you bringing in the business that you're spending uh, with your marketing campaign, but it has to be over long term. It can't be that three or four week window. It can't be the short term. It's got to be a good six to eight month snapshot is a good evaluation on whether that marketing effort is working or whether it needs to be geared in another direction. I think that's one of the key points that's come through in this conversation is that patience is the key. Yes. Tim Philbrick, 
sales and marketing specialist for the print shop and more in Naples, Florida. We thank you very much for being with us today. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. So, guys and gals, thank you very much for listening. And remember, SCORE is always there for you with free, ongoing, continuing help and advice for your startup or your existing business. At SCORE Naples, we have over 60 outstanding business experts ready to help you. Check out our podcast site, bizcastonline.com, for new podcasts or previous podcasts that are held in our archives. There's no better deal around. So long for now. 